0: Hello and welcome to the Coach Mark in Manila podcast. I am Coach Mark in Manila and I'm from ESL, businessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. Both of my sites are here to help you live the best possible work or life situation you can, whether you want to increase your English as a second language, if you're an Arabic speaker, a Korean speaker. I particularly specialize in your languages and the pronunciation challenges you have. So get in touch with me if that's struggling and bothering you. And I can give you a free 30-minute Zoom session to check it out and give you some tips and techniques to help you improve. Also, if you're looking to get a job overseas, you might want to join my online academy, uh, the link is down below and that is packed full of every resource you could think of to help you do that whether you need to pass your IELTS or OET in order to take that trip and that distance to cover with your employer so you can prove to them that you can speak a good level of English then I can assist you with that. Also on there there are networking links, job opportunities, also an opportunity for you to put your own video profile up and then get it circulated to all of the connections that we have in Canada, the USA, the UK, Australia. Australia and New Zealand. If you're just looking as a native speaker to improve your confidence, again, get in touch because I'd love to help you too. I work with many people who have to give presentations, talks, you know, people who feel that they are confident but just need something a little bit extra to do a nice bit of storytelling, then I can help you with that. And of course, if there's anything else that I haven't mentioned, drop drop me a line and I will be happy to assist you. So today we're going to be continuing the theme. It is uh, the awareness of domestic abuse and intimate partner violence all of November. Um, But of course it isn't just inside the home, it's also in the workplace as well. So let's talk about this because many of you uh, sadly are working in situations with toxic co-workers. So what is a toxic co-worker? Now listen to those words, toxic kind of means like bad for you. Something's toxic like toxic waste. Okay, or toxic gas, it means bad, dangerous, unhealthy, all right? So toxic co-workers and teammates, it's not a new issue, um, really, ever since work has been organized, I guess you could say there have been bad co-workers you can end up getting stuck with. But it seems these days it's becoming more and more apparent um, that the impact is bigger and far more destructive. Listen to these words, by the way. Remember, please use my podcast for active coaching. So, pen and paper to the hand here, um, or the tablet if you're using it on your smartphone. Try to jot down the words I'm using. And of course, I do speak on purpose quite rapidly, because my podcasts are designed to really push you so that you can test your listening skills with me. Remember, wherever you're listening to this, there will more than likely be a slowdown function. So So, you can reduce my speed by a quarter or a full percent, okay, if you find that you are struggling. But the idea is, is to challenge yourself to do this at the regular speed, because there is no point me coaching and training you or using podcasts at a slow down speed, because as soon as you get into the workplace, people are not going to speak like that. We will not be speaking like this in the meeting. Okay, so this is why I speak so rapidly. So for anybody feeling a little bit overwhelmed with my podcast, this is why I do it. And you can slow me down yourself when you need to, but I'm going to go at my rapid pace, my standard general everyday coaching pace and business meeting pace so you totally get to train real time as it would be in a meeting okay because you're not going to find your colleagues are going to slow down for you at all and i want you to be able to manage and cope and thrive and survive in those sessions all right so here's the thing um it is difficult because these days more and more teams need to collaborate be adaptive and proactive than ever and a lot of places, certainly in the West, you don't have this top-down decision-making, all right? Um, it all comes from your co-workers working collaboratively at the bottom. Now, that's very different to uh, those of you working and living in Asia. And this is the cultural difference that you you will be exposed to. And if you are struggling to understand that, you might want to take part in my cross-cultural training sessions. Details are on ESLbusinessEnglishExperts.com, where I take you through a masterclass of understanding all of the cultural differences. you'll need to understand if you're going to go and work in the West or in Europe or Australia and New Zealand and vice versa. If you are somebody who is working in those countries and have teams or team members, in Asian countries, join the cross-cultural training as well, because I'm going to help introduce you to how things are across there too. Um, And it is something that's going to help bridge the gap. So really in the West, yeah, we don't have this top-down hierarchy of bosses being in control. You are expected to be there almost as an equal with the bosses and suggest things that could improve things, um, innovation, and do this with your co-workers. Now, because of this, we've got this whole dysfunctional teammates coming more and more to the Front because the more you're expected to work with your teammates and not just one boss, the more chances are, the increased frequency will be, listen to these words, increased frequency, the chances of you coming into contact with a few toxic ones, okay? And God forbid that you should get any narcissistic ones or sociopathic ones. And if you've got psychotic ones, that's a whole other thing, but we will talk about that another time. So the most common and destructive behaviors we find and we see are backstabbing, criticizing and blaming. Listen to those words. So backstabbing, as it would imagine, stabbing to stab someone with a dagger, hopefully not, in the back, right? So when they're not looking, you're not directly speaking to them about something you have a problem with. You're waiting until their back's turned metaphorically and then, or maybe Personally, literally, um, and then speaking about them behind their back, we call it backstabbing. All right, so being nice to their face and then when their backs turned, you're saying, "Oh, you won't believe they're just awful. They're really atrocious." And yet, when you see them, like, "Oh, hi, how are you?" Right? Okay, that's backstabbing. Uh, Criticising. Okay, criticising them. Again, this is a very bad form of emotional abuse, really damaging as well psychologically. If you criticize somebody repeatedly at work, you know, it can lead to all sorts of mental health issues, potentially can lead to sick leave. Um, And if somebody leaves because of that, they may even have a claim against the company if they haven't protected that employee from this for constructive dismissal, which means that they didn't really want to leave. They were pushed okay um, and you don't want to as a boss of a company if you're looking to set up a company ever be a- accused of that happening okay um, blaming so we would call this the sloping shoulder syndrome okay it's kind of what a sloping shoulder syndrome right um, imagine somebody Your shoulders are meant to be broad uh, as a boss or a manager or an employee with responsibility to take on board any task that is reasonable for your job role and pay grade. Uh, If you have sloping shoulders, imagine that you're carrying this heavy load, but if your shoulders slope, then the load falls off, right? You're not going to carry it. So somebody, a manager with sloping shoulders simply means they won't take responsibility. They just, they don't have broad enough shoulders and they run away or they don't They don't accept the responsibility. They blame others and say, it wasn't my fault, it was them. Or I would love to, but I can't. My boss made me do it. Um, Also, agreeing in meetings, but then not following through afterward, that happens a lot. Okay. That, you know, I cannot begin to tell you how many times that one comes across. I've experienced that. I'm sure you have at times, and it's really frustrating and highly toxic, right? Just really frustrating. Hoarding information as well. So holding on to all the information and not uh, sharing it with the rest of the team, that's very toxic because it it will undermine people um, inadvertently and then on purpose. People can also do that on purpose, you know, purposely undermine another person um, to try and get one up on them. So listen to that. To get one up on them means to be better than them, okay, to beat them. All right. These people can kind of think that it's all a competition and they've got to beat them down and they've got to be the best and number one. And if they're not, they will do anything they can. They will do whatever it takes and they will throw you under the bus. Listen to those words again from the other podcast to throw you under the bus. They don't care. Get out of my way. You're going under the bus. If I have to push you in the road to get to where I want to go faster, I'm going to do it. Right. Also, we say they don't care who they step on to get to where they want to go. So imagine like, you know, trying to cross a river and people bent down in the river and you're going to step on their backs to get you to where you want to go, like stepping stones. Here's the thing though, I often say this, be careful because who you step on on the way up your career ladder, you might have to pass when you're coming back down the other way, say you fall into bad times, right? And they're not likely to really be so nice to you. Okay, so that's really important too. Also, um, caring only about their personal agenda. So putting their own personal things above and beyond the team or the company goals. So that's also rather toxic behavior. Um, if we look at it, it, it's so hard, right, to deal with these situations. And yeah, in the first instance, you should always speak to your boss or your manager about this. Um, if you've tried to speak to your colleague and it's not making any difference, but sometimes it can be hard, um, to get the managers on side really it only takes one toxic team member though to destroy a very high performing team and in my experience of um, coaching teams and high performance it's essential that you nip this in the bud, that's a nice idiom right very quickly nipping it in the bud like a flower take it off before it's turned into a flower while it's in the bud okay you don't want this to get any bigger so um, toxic team members often create unnecessary drama and distraction okay they suck all that positive energy out the creative brain power goes out of the room. Um, you end up wasting your precious time probably watching your back in case they're saying stuff behind your back. Um, instead of openly innovating and taking risks and speaking up about your suggestions, you're more likely to be protecting yourself from, um, from this threat. So that's not good for the team, uh, let alone the company. It also erodes the team brand and the company brand, all right? Because that uh, represents the team in a bad way. These bad behaviors and can give negative impressions all over. Um, Also, if you think about it, it can affect the company reputation too, longer term. So that's also another reason why if you run a company and have teams like this to do something about it, um, it can also, as I say, undermine the whole value of the company which is really bad. And um, if you think about it, if you as a manager or a boss are not doing anything about this, it can also cause problems for you because it makes you look ineffective that you won't actually challenge this and your company gets known for being a bad company to work for because it's not so good. It's not supportive. So you don't want that to happen. You need to sort this toxic person out. Um, Degrading the team culture, okay, becomes kind of the norm then if it's allowed to continue. Um, And really, um, you know, look, even the best of your team members can end up picking up this bad behavior. The toxic teammate kind of contaminates the rest of them, right? If their behavior is being tolerated, then other people start to follow, right? Um, And they might complain about them behind their back and keep them out of the loop wherever possible. So it creates then that response. This is a little bit like narcissistic um, survivor syndrome. So, you know, you've ended up in a personal relationship with a narcissistic person. Um, You're generally were a, a nice person. Um, but after spending a long period of time with this person, you pick up some of their behaviors and you start to use them yourself. Okay. And then of course, in a narcissistic relationship, the narcissist turns around and says, see, see, now you are the problem, right? (laughs) Actually, they've taught you those, those characteristics, but we do have a responsibility to watch out for them and then realize we have them and then do something about them. You can't just say somebody's made you that way. Same with the team here. Um, even though it's not, you know, not something that the team set out to do originally. It's become a fact, and the team has to reflect on their behavior and think, right, we've picked up these bad habits. Um, But ideally, if you're the team manager or team leader, you want to get this toxic person dealt with, addressed with, preferably get their behavior changing. But if they can't, they need to go in the right way, okay? because it's not healthy. If they refuse to engage or want to change that behavior, then it's not helpful in your company. Um, If you are the team leader, then clearly you acknowledge what's happening with the team. Um, You kind of hold that toxic team member to a higher standard of behavior, really. And, you know, regardless of of anything they do, you know, they might be very good on the tech stuff, um, raw intelligence, productivity, you know, loads of experience. But you cannot send a signal that, oh, well, because they've got all these skills, we just have to accept it. Right. They have to be held to the same standard as the rest of the team. And that means on the behavior, too. All right. However, what do you do if you're not the team leader? Um. If you are the colleague, right, okay, um, many times my, my students and clients tell me they feel kind of powerless and end up just leaving the company or team, which is very bad for the company because the impact becomes insufferable, right? They cannot tolerate it. They're almost like just, I'm going crazy. I'm going to be, you know, really ill. So four steps here to help you deal with that toxic coworker. Firstly, I know it's weird. Why would you want to do this? But have an honest upfront conversation with a person. If you don't do this, um, you are you are definitely 100% ensuring the relationship will continue in a dysfunctional state, right? You can't assume though that this person is going to take this nicely or wake up to their behavior. Um, just make an honest attempt to try to, to let them know what's going on um, try to say, stay away from saying, when you do this, it makes me, you know, this blah, 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 blah. Just try to focus on the impact the behavior is having on you, not the person, but the behavior. So, you know, sort of, there's a saying saying, you know, um, (laughs) love, (laughs) hate the sin, but love the sinner kind of thing. Right. Okay. So it's just their behavior. That's the problem, not the entire human being. Um, and just, you know, try to ask for feedback on your own behavior as well. Now, a word of caution here, if you're working with a narcissist or somebody, that won't, that, this will not work. Um, (laughs) sadly, um, they, they are incapable of seeing, um, their own faults because they are never at fault. Um, and so if you just ask for feedback on your behavior, you will get a load of then like toxic, Abuse, um, criticism, um, not helpful, constructive criticism or feedback. It will not be taken kindly. It just be a case of, oh yeah, well I'll tell you all what I think about you, but we won't talk about my problem that you have with me. Okay, so this is this is what happens, um, and you know. But if you're not working with someone who's like that, often many people don't realise that impact they're having. And sometimes it can be a lack of self-awareness at work. So it's worthwhile trying, okay? Um, You've just got to really try and be candid, okay? Just try and be candid with them. Now, um, don't stoop to their level. That's the other thing. Um, Although it's really tempting (laughs) at times, try to manage your fight or flight responses to this, okay? Just focus on the team goals, on your goals, um, and you're less likely then to be sort of distracted by this toxic colleague. Okay, Um, It's hard and it's exhausting to do that, but try to do that and set a standard that supports collaboration and not retaliation. Don't engage at their level. It's a waste of your time and energy. All right, have a chat with your boss as well. If this doesn't work, um, you know, perhaps proactively suggest to the boss that the team has a meeting to set up some team behaviors and boundaries that could be helpful. And you're not seeing them by your boss as you're going and complaining. You're going with solutions about this tricky challenging situation. Listen to that language, challenging situation. You're not saying I have a problem. We have a challenge in the department and uh, this is these are some of my suggestions, okay? Um, The really, when you think about it, it should be a proper chance for everybody to engage not just the toxic team member to agree to certain team standards all right so it shouldn't just be set up to (laughs) kind of uh, criminalize the team member when they turn up to that meeting all right everybody's got to be on board with this and the last thing is to take care of yourself it's easier said than done i know but really important as i know and many others doing these situations don't let that toxic behavior damage your emotional physical health Um, you know let go of what you can't influence make changes if you have to Um, take responsibility for what you can Um, if you really have worked your backside off i would say (laughs) that means your bottom Um, if you've worked your backside off to increase and improve that relationship with this toxic co-worker and it hasn't helped or perhaps he's even getting worse then seek advice of maybe hr Um, a professional, a trusted mentor, and what else you might try. Um, If you really feel you've done everything and, you know, your manager's not really listening and everything, consider leaving. You know, life is too short for this. Um, And um, this also applies to, you know, partnerships, relationships. Um, Although, sadly, um, that can be trickier than just leaving a work situation um but when you're working with a toxic co-worker it's just really a suffering experience and nobody wants you to be in that position least of all me um it is a pain because you know the pain itself though does provide a really strong push to address the problems and and push things forward um but it's not easy it i'm not going to pretend it is easy and if you are in that situation right now i really feel for you again i i I totally understand. It's exhausting. Uh, rebuilding relationships takes a lot of energy and courage, really. Um, but if you're committed to turning around that difficult relationship and they are too, it has to be two way street, then you can see great improvements. All right. If not, then you can learn from that experience. Maybe move on to a another company where you've got a better, a less toxic um, culture or team as it were. Um, and, you know if you're a manager struggling with toxic employees uh, maybe I'll do a podcast about that um, at another point in time but uh, really it's important for you to protect yourself and your teams from this toxic culture and um, if you've already got that established and if you've got an individual who's a problem or maybe you are the individual with the problem then you need to get that sorted sooner rather than later so I hope this has been of benefit to all of you giving you some food to thought and some tips um, some nice language there please try and use it in your day-to-day conversations today. Wherever you are, stay safe. Don't put up with any toxicity in your life and do something that respects you and your values. If you're having a hard time with somebody toxic right now, um, try to get things in balance and not let everything be about them because they will drain you dry and still it won't be enough. So, you know, you've got to protect yourself and your own sanity. Um, sign up to my newsletter, please. Links are down below. Do visit me on YouTube as well and the academy as well i'm here to help you in many different ways or you can even get one-to-one coaching sessions with me including a free 30-minute check so take care stay safe and i'll see you very soon bye bye
1: hello everybody and sorry to
0: interrupt
1: but i just wanted to mention a few things that can help you all right so i want to help as many of you as possible you can get a free 30-minute check English level, your OET, IELTS, or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas. You would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. Um, check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching you would like to discuss your plans, then you can